Hi, welcome one and all. This is Deep Side Chats and I'm your host today. Now, today we're going to be talking about something that I'm sure everyone, I mean everyone, wants to know. And that's going to be how to break into the field of data science. Specifically, how do you handle the interviewing process? And so today we're going to discuss a few different key milestones for successfully getting an interview and then getting through the interview and passing it. Before we begin, please remember to subscribe to the channel and like this episode. Today we're going to be talking about uh, four uh, key pillar stones to how, uh, when trying to interview for a data science position. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, research, I mean researching the business that you're interviewing the company, uh, preparation, Again, something very key that if you don't prepare properly, you're not going to do well. Then we also have three, storytelling, which is another very key aspect of how you're going to manage and describe your experiences. And then finally four, negotiation. Negotiation is very important for really any career. But uh, specifically for data science, uh, you actually can negotiate certain terms. And so we're going to talk about those four uh, key points, and uh, hopefully uh, this is going to be useful for you. Okay, so the first point, research. Research is essentially going to be divided up into really a couple you know, a couple main categories, really three main categories within data science, right? Uh, firstly, you want to analyze and do research on which field of data science you want to be a part of. Uh, do you want to be more central around the research side, the science side? So this is where you're making the methodologies, doing, you know, engineering features, getting your data, you know, creating these big complicated models to be used. So you want to, you know, really you know, try to figure out if that's what you want to do. Uh, you also have the specific MO engineering piece, which is what I do uh, currently. Uh, and that's where it's centered around getting those data science methodologies that we just talked about and then getting into a format that's predictable, manageable, and uh, it's going to really drive a lot of uh, predictability and stability into uh, really a company's overall uh, portfolio. And so uh, those are two areas. And then you have the other area, uh, which is more central around uh, just data analysis and visualization. Uh, now, if you are data analysts, and if you heard that, then you would probably think that's my job. And that's true. A data analyst is central around that. But data science also is central around analysis and visualizations. And so, and uh, deriving insights into making recommendations for machine learning models and then you can kind of go from there but that's normally the baby step the first step you really uh, tackle and so those are the three main areas so if you want to really focus uh, on one of those three you have to decide that first before even going to interviewing for a place so first manage that put that in your brain and mind uh, so that's one first part of the research the other part the other aspect it's going to be researching the business field. Now the business field uh, is going to allow you to kind of figure out maybe which subfield of data science you want to be part of a little more easily. But uh, a lot of concepts in data science could be applicable to uh, 
uh, different business fields. Uh, finance could use deep learning techniques just as much as maybe medical research. Uh, maybe you're into retail or you're into market research. Uh, maybe you're into uh, maybe environmental. You have all these different fields and aspects uh, that utilize different the three different you know subfields of the science I just mentioned. So you want to figure out which field do I want to be a part of? Do I want to be in a technology field? Or do I want to be medical or the other ones I just mentioned? So you have to figure that out and, uh, and do so before you start applying for jobs. Uh, where your interests lie will be your passion and then your success. And so keep that in mind. Uh, then we have the other, uh, probably one of the more important ones, which most people think of when I say research your business. Uh, company. Choose which company you want to be part of. You know, do you want to be in a huge tech company uh, all the way in Silicon Valley, or do you want to be in a startup somewhere, maybe in Atlanta or Miami? You know, uh, you have to choose. You know, where, where, how big the business you want to be, but also which business you join. Uh, each business is different in how they manage their data, and then therefore how they manage data science. And so you're going to want to really pay special attention to that. You know, you want to really pay special attention to the company and how they manage data science. And so those are the three you know, different sub-aspects that you want to really dive deep into when you're doing your research. In the subfields of data science, uh, the business field that you want to be part of, and then the company. So you have to do that. Preparation. So preparation is key and vital when you're in the interview. Because they're going to want to ask you firstly why you chose the company. So you have to list the, that research section I told you about. You definitely have to talk about it, explain yourself during the interview process. But then also, this is another key thing. Uh, data science is such a unique field. You have to know how to code. So what does that mean to be prepared when it comes to programming? Well, a lot of that is going to be central around, uh, again, the level of degree that you, know, you want to you know, be proficient, technically speaking. And that kind of aligns with what subfield you choose, whether it's you know, data analysis, machine learning specific, or maybe something like data science specific with the feature engineering, so on and so forth. Then you can get more complicated, you know, going from there. But uh, your technical proficiency, which language you choose, which tool you use, is all going to be mentioned in the interview process. Uh, I've interviewed people in the past, uh, while it's data scientists, while as a machine learning engineer, and I always looked for, for myself at least, how technically proficient are you? And I'm not saying, you know, can you redevelop the bubble sort algorithm using Python, or I'm not asking you, uh, how do you, you know, store large numbers uh, in a programming language in a way that doesn't overload memory? I'm not asking that. What I am asking for is very key basic stuff. How do you do a for loop? How do you print off a list of only even integers? Hmm? 
You see, a lot of what I'm asking for, it's very straightforward. It's some things that you should know if you've actually done the work you said you've done on your GitHub portfolio. And so this is something to keep in mind. You want to really be able uh, to effectively show who you are during the interview. The other part now is the science part, yes. Again, you're applying for a data science position, so what does that mean? Can you describe a linear model? How do you describe linear regression? How do you describe ridge regression? How do you define a random forest, a gradient boosting tree? How do you define those? What's an explanation for the nearest neighbor's algorithm? You see, these are the questions that are going to be asked and that you need the answers for. And so they're going to want to understand the interviewers and want to send the interviewee as how they are from a science perspective. Uh, whether you're applying for a machine learning engineering position, a data science position, even data analysis position, they want to understand your understanding of statistics uh, and if applicable, the uh, higher level, level math and the other models I just described. And so you have to really keep that in mind. And so uh, really uh, preparing the right way, this is 50% of your battle. So win your battle. Prepare for that 50%. Study, practice, and review. These are things that you should do from a preparation standpoint. Storytelling. So storytelling is essentially how you're describing your thought process as you are displaying maybe your work. So, and this aligns a little bit with preparation, but a storytelling is going to encompass how you got your data. So let's say you have some examples on GitHub, right? And so uh, you have a Jupyter Notebook. If you're familiar with Python, you know what Jupyter Notebook is. If you have an R markdown file, then you, you know what that is if you work with R. Uh, if you work with Scala, then you just have to go through your program files. But if you have some things a little more high level, uh, Python and R has that available. But in R, I mean in Python specifically, let's say you have your Jupyter Notebooks out. How are you, right? How are you going to define, or rather describe, your definitions in the notebook? For example, you're going to have sections dedicated to pulling data, sections for doing data visualizations, other sections for data manipulations, uh, such as uh, engineering different features, basically new columns, uh, maybe doing some data imputation, you have some missing data and information. So you're going to have sections like that. Then you have the section of the actual machine learning model process, potentially, if that's your goal. And so you're going to have these different sections in your notebook even or in your program if you're doing with Scala. And so 
how are you going to describe what you're doing? What is your thought process? Why did you use the median instead of the mean? What did you see in the data? Based off your experience, why are you doing a log transformation onto your, uh, on, the, on the price of a house? Because you know the distribution. But how are you going to describe that? You can't really, you can write it in your code, sure, but how are you going to describe it? So this is where storytelling comes in. You have to sell yourself, sell yourself as an expert of the analysis that you just did, which you are. You are an expert, but you have to be able to do that, right? So that's one thing you have to kind of keep in mind throughout the interview process. A lot of it's going to be, you know, central around the idea and concept of uh, you know of your preparation, you know, coding review, describing different methodologies. You're gonna have to deal with that, but you also gotta deal with the other side, which is, can you tell me a story? I need to understand your thought process. Are you an encyclopedia, or are you a scientist? And a lot of times, academia, you can kind of be one way or the other. But as a data scientist industry, you have to be able to sell yourself to people as both, all right? So keep that in mind, storytelling, think about it. Why did you pull the data this way? Why did you engineer the features this way? What were you trying to view in the data visualizations? Why did you pick those features out? Why did you choose this particular machine learning model? Why did you use uh, this type of validation scheme? Why didn't you pick these features out instead? Why was your data even, to some degree, even saved or transformed after your modeling process? You have to list all those out during your interview. So practice that. Pretend you're talking to a good friend. Describe it to yourself. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. I want to work with you one day. And so keep that in mind. Last but not least, the most probably uh, frustrating part of the interviewing process is the negotiation. You have gone through everything. You've spoken to three different data scientists. You spoke to the director of data scientists or the CEO of the company. And now you get to the point where they are giving you an offer letter. You go in there and you see, maybe it's not exactly everything you wanted it to be. Now this is more of a career type of advice. So how do you handle a negotiation? Well, this is kind of where you know, everyone can continually improve on and learn. Uh, and it depends on really where you are. Are you struggling for a job? Are you looking for work? Or are you just making a transition? That's going to be a key factor into how you're going to negotiate. So as an example for myself, uh, I, when I was living in New York, I'm a New Yorker, uh, and I used to live, uh, I, I was, I'm born and raised in Queens, but I, I was, at this time when I was interviewing for a job, I was living in Long Island, not too far away from uh, Comac, New York. If you know Huntington, you, you, it's kind of not too far away from there. I was applying for a job at Nielsen as a data scientist, and the first thing I said was, I want this job. And this was before I interviewed anyone. I want this job, but 
I want it down in Florida. And there was a few personal reasons for that. Uh, but I want it down in Florida. And so how did I manage that? Well, I just said it. I told the recruiter, is this position open for Florida? The crew said yes. And from there, I was able to make my first segue into negotiating with Nielsen. Technically, if you think about it from a client standpoint, negotiate with the client. And they were able to follow up with my negotiation. Now, that's a win, a win. And I have another win too, uh, working for Levi Strauss. I mentioned, you know, it's a company at Orly uh, in California. Uh, I wanted to stay in Tampa. And so I requested that if I'm going to make any transitions, that I stay in Tampa. And they, and they respected that, and I'm still in Tampa and working for Levi. So these are kind of a couple cases where negotiation worked, and I was able to get what I wanted. And that was more of a quality of life, not necessarily a pay upgrade per se, although that definitely, uh, I didn't even need to negotiate with Levi, but that's something, you know, with that, but that's something that you typically have to do, you have to set down, you know, this is what I was looking for based off of this job and the requirements and the project and the complexities and what's being asked. It really is priced here at this market value. And that's what you have to do. You have to do your research. Look at the, look at where the company is geographically located. Look at where you're geographically located. Look at the market value of what they're asking for. If they're asking for someone that has capabilities of working with AWS and they need someone that has extensive ex experience in a big data processing framework such as Apache Spark and they need a, an expert that also understands uh, you know, NLP at scale. You know, if you have all these requirements, then you have to make sure that you place the right rate. And what I mentioned is not necessarily an easy thing to do. You know, negotiating is, is not easy, but that's why I'm placing this here. As a hint. And this is optional. You know, negotiation, it shouldn't be optional really, but it's definitely optional uh, if you're struggling to find work and you're just trying to make ends meet. You might want to accept anything that comes your way. Um, or if you have some uh, issues, unfortunately, uh, with uh, the visa system and you want to stay in the country that you're, that you're currently in. How do you handle that? And you might, you know, you might want to maybe not push things and you might want to maybe not negotiate certain prices because you know that you'll lose the negotiation and, and jeopardize the job. And so there's cases where negotiation that is going to maybe do more harm than good. But if, those, if that isn't your case and you're making a transition, you have all the power to make the negotiation. So do it. State, these are the, this, this is way too much work for the amount of money you're asking for. I have to have it right here. Yeah. And then uh, and the other thing too, don't fall into the trap of giving a specific number. Don't fall into the trap of, of when a recruiter states and asks for a certain number that you give it. Sometimes I didn't even have to give a number. All I said was the project requirements 
are unknown to me at this current moment. And until I know more, uh, I will give a rate fitting for that. And a lot of times, they tell me upfront how much they were going to offer on an hourly basis or salary basis. I didn't even have to tell them, I didn't even give them a number. They asked me, is this number I am being told matches what I'm looking for? And that's where you'll start learning your value, really. But sometimes you don't even have to give a number. They give it to you. And then you're able to go from there. So keep that in mind. Negotiations start with you. It doesn't start with the company. They want to save money. You need to work for yourself and try to beat the system. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to uh, my episode today. Uh, If you like what you heard, uh, subscribe to uh, the podcast channel uh, and then also uh, share this with uh, any of your friends that are interested into learning more about data science. Uh, Until next time, ciao.